Welcome to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies with John Balserac. John has been in the financial services industry for over 20 years and has dedicated his business career to helping families accomplish their financial goals by focusing on their core values, which involve balance and clarity of all four asset classes, financial, intellectual, social, and human. Contact John Balserac at 888-949-7475 or on the web at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number 4, wealth.com. And now here's John to help you create lifestyles and build legacies. And welcome back to another show of Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. I'm your host, John Balserac with A4 Wealth Advisors, and my amazing co-host, the one and only Tony Shore, who is battling the Minnesota weather right now. Tony, how are you today? I hope you're well. Well, I'm, I'm doing great, but uh, yeah, we're in the process of a, a huge snowstorm up here in Minnesota. I wish I was down there in God's country in North Carolina with you, John. I, well, you know there's an open invitation anytime. Oh, I can't wait to come down there and visit. If we can get you out of there. But uh, we have a great show today for our listeners. We're going to be talking about the triathlon of life. And ironically, uh, back in 2014, I actually did a half Ironman, Tony. You're kidding me. That's a 1.2-mile swim, 56-mile bike, oh. and then 13.1-mile run. No way. You 73, yep. Wow. I thought about you the entire time. You know what? I'm sure you didn't, but uh, <laughs> thanks for saying so anyway. Yeah, it's actually a fantastic sport. I have not done a full Ironman. Just, it takes a lot of time, a lot of training. But we always like to use analogies on our, on our show. And, you know, a triathlon has different series. Now, you, you start with the swim, you move to the bike, you finish with a run. And when you're going to retire, there's just different things that you're going to do throughout your life, you know? You accumulate money, and then at some point you're going to retire, and then you're going to go into a distribution phase. Make sure that money lasts as long as you last. If you're married, you know you and your spouse, and then it's going to go into a legacy phase where you're going to try to give as much of your wealth to the people that you love, your kids, your grandkids, your church, your favorite charity. So there's different stages of a retirement life, and that's what we're going to talk about on today's show. Uh, for our listeners, you know, we've got a ton of shows on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify. They can always catch uh, one of our shows if they can't listen to it live. And they can also go to our website, uh, www.a4wealth.com. And we've got a lot of stuff on our website, um, a lot of our shows on our website also. So please, if you're out there listening today, we've got a lot of great topic matter. But in today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about how retirement is basically a transition, and it's not a destination, and how you should think about retirement is merely part of a triathlon, okay? And one of our resources today is Forbes.com, and we like to use Forbes a lot. It's a great publication, and they had an article uh, from January. Uh, this is actually this year, 2019. In, uh, entitled Retirement is a Transition, Not a Destination. And so often, I think, Tony, you know, retirement is seen as a distant goal or, you know, a far off destination. And it's just not, you know, we need to understand where we're at in our lives. And if you're a young listener out there, you know, what are you doing right now to budget and save? What are you doing out there to have an emergency fund? 
if you are maybe 10 years away from retirement, are you really maxing out your 401ks and your retirement buckets? And then if you're retired, you know, do you have a distribution plan? So all these things are critical that we're going to discuss on today's show. Well, yeah, it sounds like a great topic for the show today. And I'm really eager, John, to see how a triathlon fits into this whole concept. Well, you, you know, you realize that it's relatively, you know, being a triathlete's a, a relatively new Olympic sport. You know, it really is. Even though they've been doing the Ironman, God, I want to say for 35, maybe 40 years. I don't know exactly when it started. But according sure. to the official website, you know, of the Olympic Games, uh, this is from Olympic.org, the triathlon made its de- debut in Sydney uh, in the Olympic Games in the year 2000. So about 19 years ago, and in fact, the sport itself has only been around since the early 1970s. That's about right, about 40 years. And the San Diego Track Club was looking for a new kind of workout. That's just how the whole sport started, which I think is interesting. Yeah. You know, something different from hours and hours of running in circles on the track. So they combined uh, a 10-kilometer run, an 8-kilometer bicycle race, and a 500-meter swim. And that is how the sport actually started, ironically. Mm. Wow. Well, you know, I mean, a 10-kilometer run, an 8-kilometer bicycle race, and a 500-meter swim, that's just an average day for me, John. You know that. I'm going to sign you up, Tony. <laughs> no. Are no, you sure? actually, I don't think I've exercised since the Carter administration, so I don't <laughs> know if that would be a good idea to jump right into that. But, uh, but how does all this connect with retirement, John? Well, uh, the San Diego Track Club created an alternative training plan, and it's time that we think of retirement as an event, uh, you know, that in many ways, you know, or, you know, just like the way you would train, it helps us prepare. You know, so when you train, you prepare. I, I remember we did so much training when I was doing my, you know, before I did my first triathlon, and you feel like you train forever. I say one of the things that kind of gets old is like, what are you going to do today? I'm going to ride my bike for four hours. You know, I'm going to I'm going to go do a mile or two mile swim. Wow, that did get old a little bit, you know, because like sure. you know you're constantly training. Now it's in the best shape of my life, um, but you know, retirement is changing, and part of that is due to the lack of mandatory retirement ages and increased life expectancies. You know, people are being forced out of their jobs, and people are living a lot longer, and people no longer have pension plans. Companies have changed over to 401k or defined contribution plans. So now you're responsible for the investment decisions. You're responsible for putting the money in, not the company. Uh, You know, we see government pension plans, those kind of things. The ages keep getting pushed back further and further and further. Um, So there's a lot more planning, in my opinion, that goes in today's uh, retirees versus, you know, the cleavers where, you know, you had a nice pension check, nice social security check, you were done. And you might not have lived nearly as long. So we see the whole landscape for retirement that has changed, and it's a daunting task. And many people can't do it alone. We want to help them with that, Tony. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if we, if we go back to, you know, 30, 40 years ago to today, there's a lot of things have changed. So we want to make sure that people are prepared. Uh, if you're out there listening today and you feel like, hey, maybe I'm not prepared or maybe I've never sat down and done a plan, I don't even know what stage I'm in. That's okay. A lot of people are just like you. Give us a call toll-free. Our toll-free number is 855-260-7361. 
Again, 855-260-7361 or go to www.a4wealth.com. Let us know how we can help you. Right. And so basically a triathlon, uh, like a triathlon, retirement is just one phase of life. It's not the finish line though, right? That's exactly right. You know, so there's even a moment to rebrand the idea of retirement and call it something completely different to reflect new ways of thinking about retirement. Uh, Dorian Mincer, the author of the Forbes article that we were just referring to, suggests words like reinventing, revolutionizing, uh, recharging, or rewiring to more accurately reflect the opportunities and activities that come with this new stage of life. Because, you know, we've talked on other shows, you know, some people don't retire, they hybrid retire, they do something they love, they continue working. You know, there's just all these different ways to do it now, but, you know, mapping out a plan and being definitive about it and knowing where you stand, it's just critical, you know, knowing that you can retire if you want to. You may continue to work, but maybe you don't have to. And if you don't have to, you have that peace of mind that you can quit any day that you want to. Wow. So I'm guessing that a financial professional like yourself, an advisor, can help us set up that transition for success then, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so like in a, in a triathlon, you go from the water. You know, it's crazy because you're in a, I remember I did my first one until he was in Savannah, in the Savannah River. Luckily, I was swimming with the current. So I typically do a 1.2-mile swim, I want to say like in maybe 30 minutes, and I did it like in 18 minutes because I had wow. a current coming, you know, that was helping push me. Sure, sure. But then you got to get out of that wetsuit, and then you got to get on a bike, you know, wow. and you got to get off that bike and throw off your helmet and your riding shoes and put on sneakers and then you know there's all these transitions so uh you know the same thing for a financial service professional you know helping you make those transitions are we in the accumulation phase do we need to be aggressive with our asset allocation are we within 10 years of retirement we call that the retirement red zone do we get into safer positions maybe get you out of aggressive stocks get you into more safe money we call that green money green money is safe money or maybe we get you into yellow money, which is actively managed, but maybe we go from more equities to bonds. Um, and then figure out how we're going to maximize each bucket, whether it's a 401k, whether it's Social Security, maximizing a pension, maybe take a joint life if you're married. These are the types of decisions that you need to make. And if you have a good financial advisor, someone that has a fiduciary responsibility to act in your best interest, that's a that's a great way to go. So. You can give us a call toll-free. Our toll-free number is 855-260-7361, and we'll help you do that. All right. Well, hey, what's the first leg of this triathlon, typically? Swimming. You know, and it's so funny because I was never uh, a big swimmer. Um, And I was like, oh, my God, I got to swim 1.2 miles. You know, in a full Ironman, you swim 2.4 miles. But I will tell you that once – you learn how to swim and control your heart rate. And that actually is probably the most enjoyable part of the race, to swim. You know, wow. now the first time I got in a pool, I did like two laps and I was like gasping for air. Um, but that's why you train. You know, that's yeah. why you train and get your lungs stronger. You know, you need to train the muscles that you swim with. And once you train them, the swimming is, is fantastic. Um, so anyway, you know, that that's the first part of it. We call that the first leg. And... You know, when we start out early um, in life, you know, you go to school, maybe high school, then you go to college, maybe you get a master's degree. Um, But you're going to transition out of that to getting a job, right? 
and then hopefully a full-time job and then maybe buy your first house and then you know hopefully you, you get yourself have a plan to get out of debt and have a plan to save or have an emergency fund and you start saving money so that is an early type stage that you're going to do uh, when you're in the accumulation phase you know get an emergency fund set up so you don't have to touch your retirement money you know don't get yourself into too much debt but have a plan to, to pay it down and save at the same time you know time value of money tony is so powerful yeah. The earlier you start, the easier it is. And it's easy to buy luxuries first. Don't do that. You know, build your asset column first. Buy your luxuries last. And if you do that, you'll save so much more money. Yeah, good advice. Now, it's time for us to transition as well. Our time is almost up for this first segment, John. Is there anything else you want to share before we take a quick break? You know, I think for a lot of people out there, you know, maybe you're not going to do a triathlon, and that's okay. If you are, by the way, it's a fantastic sport. So many awesome people that I met in that sport. Um, and so many different people participate from, you know, 15-year-old kids up to 80-plus-year-old people from all walks of life. They even have it for people that are handicapped. You know, they build special bikes and this and that, and it's just amazing. But I will tell you, if you're not going to do triathlon, that's okay. But make sure that you do a plan for your financial future. Make sure that you know how to segment from one age of your life or one part of your life, whether whatever stage that's in, to the next, and that you know where you're going and that you're constantly doing course correction and you're getting feedback with an advisor. And at A4 Wealth Advisors, we do a complimentary session with you. Actually, you get two meetings for free. And we'll give you a tentative plan on what you need to do. And then you can decide if you want to implement and work with us. So give us a call toll-free at 855-260-7361, and we'd love to sit down and help you. All right. Thanks, John. And listeners, stay tuned to listen and learn more about the triathlon of life with our host, John Balserac, here on Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. Do you ever wish you had an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? Well, now you do. Hi, my name is John Balzerak, author of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies, a roadmap for financial independence. If you're like most of my clients, having access to a retirement roadmap could help ease financial concerns and better prepare you for retirement. Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies will help give you the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Simply call 888-949-7475 or visit us at www.a4wealth.com to receive a complimentary copy today. And welcome back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is John Balserac from A4 Wealth Advisors. And John, today's episode is about how retirement is just one part of the triathlon of life. And you've talked about the importance of transitions in a triathlon and how that first leg of our lives, childhood, education, that can be thought of as the swimming leg of the triathlon. As you step onto the shore of your working life, uh, you enter the next phase, right? Yeah, exactly. And the next leg is uh, is going to be biking and then eventually running. So, you know, the traditional structure is obviously the bike comes next. And I feel there's a natural connection to the career leg of your life. You know, in the bike race leg, your speed is enhanced by the bicycle itself. You know, so I have a, you know, I've seen a lot of world-class swimmers that can beat someone's time almost by 50% in the water, but a good cyclist over 56 miles or 112 for a full triathlon, an Ironman, can 
more than catch up and get past that person. So that's a leg, if you're a really good cyclist, you can do a lot of damage. Now, you think about that when it comes to you working and making money. Um, you know, people can catch up, right? Even if you've started late in life with saving money, the IRS code has catch-up provisions at age 50. Wow. And, and just like the cycling part, if you're out there listening today and maybe say, well, I'm kind of behind, I'm even, I'm embarrassed to even look at my situation. Listen, there are things you can do to catch up. What you don't want to do is give up. And so many people give up. They don't look at their statements. They don't get an advisor. And they just kind of wish it like, hey, I just hope it all works out. You know, don't do that. I mean, get yourself a good advisor. Get yourself a good plan and work your plan. You know, live within your mean, create margins, save money, do all these things that you're supposed to do, but get professional advice. And again, if you give us a call toll free at 855-260-7361, we'll help you do that. Oh, that sounds great. Now, how fast can these triathletes go during that cycling leg of the race? Do you know? That's that's a great question. So every triathlete is different, uh, but according to the pay, uh, bike pace chart for common triathlon distances, uh, this is from TGB training.com cycling speeds can range from 12 miles per hour all the way up to 30 miles per hour oh wow and that's for a long period of time you know so 10 miles could be covered as little as 20 minutes wow that's and, pretty you know, fast and, that, and i'm telling you you see some of these guys legs it's like and some of these females that are out there that are doing these races they're just phenomenal athletes yeah, but they are good on the bike, you know. And it also depends if you're doing, you know, if you're on a flat course. Sure. Like Arizona is very, very flat. If you do Lake Tahoe, tons of hills. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and I'm going to tell you deal. what, those hills are bears, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but you know, to, to have a 30 mile or you know 30 mile an hour pace, you're putting out a ton of watts, and uh, you know you're gonna you're really gonna move down that course. Sure. But how does the cycling leg of the triathlon connect with the? triathlon of life what's the comparison here so you know we talk about the cycling leg of the triathlon and the racer uses the bicycle as a mechanism to increase their speed so they can cover longer distances in a shorter period of time and sprint triathlon cycling phases can be 10 miles to 15 miles so not you know 56 or 112 Um, you know the olympic triathlon leg is nearly 25 miles long um, like I said, the longer races. But at every distance, I'll tell you, Tony, the bicycle is the mechanism by which athletes can multiply their speed. Now, that's going to be combined with the, the triathlete doing tons of training. The bike won't do it on its own. I mean, you have to train, 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 train. And this is why, again, I said, you know, work with an advisor. You know, how yeah. many times have you met with your advisor? Do you have a plan? Do you tweak your plan each year? Um, you know, so training and planning – those two things go together. The more you train for triathlon, the more you're going to be able to make up speed on the bike. Uh, maybe the more that you save and invest in the right areas, the, the faster you're going to advance your financial plan and the sooner you're going to reach your goals. So if you're out there listening today and you haven't done that or maybe you're not sure where you stand, maybe you even have another financial advisor and you just want to get a second opinion, I would say give us a call. Pick up the phone toll free at 855 855- Two six zero seventy three sixty one again eight five five two six zero seven three six one. So, how are things multiplied in, in the middle stage of our triathlon of life? Then, 
Yeah, so in the middle stage or leg of the triathlon, uh, the individual in the career portion or phase, you know, they have certain mechanisms to multiply their wealth. So just like a bicycle helps accumulate more speed, uh, mechanisms like having a monthly paycheck, um, you know, you might have brokerage accounts, money market accounts, IRAs, 401ks. Um, that's going to help you accumulate wealth, especially as you get older in your career, you typically get in your peak earning years, right? Like maybe 45 or even 50 to 65, you're going to hit your peak income, your peak income earning years. So, you know, a lot of people might upgrade their lifestyle, but a, a better plan is to create more margin and save more money. And once you hit 50, uh, there's catch-up contribution. So maybe you put an 18.5 in your 401k, you can do an additional $6,000 catch-up contribution, Tony. And if your company is matching you, say 6% dollar for dollar, and then you make good investment choices, you allocate your money, you know, with your time frame and your risk profile and your investment objectives, you're gonna hit your goals that much faster. So it's almost like the bike, right? I mean, the bike really goes. So it's a great analogy. Right, I think that's a really good uh, analogy. So assets, pay, 401k, savings accounts, they function like the bicycle in this stage then is what you're saying. Yeah, so you know all the mechanisms, Tony, uh, need to be customized and optimized by the individual. So just like the bicycle and the triathlon, you know, the triathlete needs to make sure uh, they have the right size and type of bike. You know, so you know, when I did it, I was personally fitted, um, just like a suit. And then a typical triathlon uh, will include many different types of bicycles during the cycling leg. Uh, there's mo there's road bikes, there's mountain bikes, there's um, you know, tri bikes. They're more aerodynamic. And the most competitive triathletes use them, you know, almost exclusively, um, you know, trial-specific frames and skinny tires, and they have these carbon wheels, super, super fast. And, you know, the frames are designed to minimize drag, you know, so these triathlon bikes, you're like in the aero position where your back is almost flat. And, you know, if you're going downhill, you're going you're gonna to go super, super fast. So it's a very, very similar analogy, but just like, you know, if you're in your career, mid-career, your peak earning years, save as much as you can and do as much as you can to, to get yourself as far ahead as you can. I think that's great. And uh, you mentioned a uh, color of money and risk analysis before. What is that? So what it's going to do is going to provide us a roadmap, okay, to your overall risk profile. And, you know, we always talk about colors. So first of all, we're gonna ask 11 detailed questions and it's gonna give you a score. And the score is gonna tell us how we do our asset allocation. So red money, we call that hope so money. In other words, we hope because if it's in the market, it has risk. And it's okay if it has risk, but you know, how much risk are you willing to take as an individual investor? But red money is also more passively managed. It could be you know, mutual funds, uh, you know, different types of securities like that. And then we have yellow money, um, yellow money is managed money or actively managed money. Um, so it's still at risk, just like red, but someone's watching it, a professional is watching it on your behalf. The last color is green, and green stands for no-so money, and that has principal protection, that no matter what happens in the stock market, you're not gonna have any losses. Now, you may not get uh, as high a return as you would get in red and yellow, 
But maybe that's designed for taking income. Maybe that's designed the next 10 years that you take income out of the green money bucket. But your yellow money, your actively managed stock buckets grow. So we talk about, you know, how and when we're going to take money out of different buckets and what risk profile each bucket's going to have. Uh, which I think is ironic, Tony, is a lot of people, when they come in, especially before retirement, a lot of times they're invested way too aggressively. And sometimes they're invested way too conservatively. So we want to find the right mix of, say, yellow money and green money and develop a plan that they're going to be able to not spend down their assets, that they're not going to outlive their money. Today you're talking about retirement uh, as a transition, not an endpoint, and how it's just one part of the triathlon of life. And you've talked about the importance of transitions in a triathlon, uh, the first leg of our lives, childhood and education, and that related to the swimming leg. Then in the cycling portion, uh, it's your working life. And while you're at your job and you're accumulating that money and you use different mechanisms to accumulate more wealth and speed. So that leaves us with just the last leg of this triathlon to cover, the run, right? Yeah, this was actually my least favorite part. So I, lo- <laughs> That's I, the I love I love the swim. I mean, it's almost a refreshing. The swim is great, and then the bike is awesome. Um, you know, again, hills can be difficult on the bike, but in the most part, if you're flat or you're downhill, the bike is awesome. It's fast. But then, you know, after you swim and bike, you know, you're using your thighs all throughout the bike, putting on your running shoes and running after you bike, is not the same as putting on your running shoes fresh. You can imagine, right? Because your legs are tired. Right. Um, right. And of course, you know, at 210 pounds, you know, the best runners were like a buck 40, you know? And it's like me putting on wow. an 80-pound backpack and trying to compete with those people was, was rather difficult. So the bigger guys have a little bit more um, headwinds, I should say, on the run. So the transition from cycling to the running phase of the triathlon, it can be very difficult. Um, And according to active.com in Triathlete Magazine, uh, this is an article, Learn to Master the Bike to Run Transition. I will tell you, the first time, Tony, I got off my bike and tried to run, my legs were like spent. I was like, this is weird. But that transition is often made difficult by heavy leg syndrome. Uh, What's that? What's heavy leg syndrome? It's what it sounds like. In short, your legs have been pedaling in circles for the whole cycling phase, and now you're asking those same legs to switch to running and supporting the full weight of your body where before the bike had your weight. So it can take a while for the blood to redirect into your muscles needed for running. Uh, Of course, you know, the hamstrings and your calves and your thighs. So imagine that movement, and, you know, you get out of the car after a long road trip. It takes a second or two for you to kind of stretch and just walk, you know, you've been sitting for a long drive. So it's the same thing um, for people that maybe have been accumulating money. Now they're going to turn it into income. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. That makes perfect sense. And so um, uh, how does this all connect um, with the, is there a way to prepare for that transition? I mean, tons of training, you know, like I said, the first time I got in the pool, I did two laps and I was huffing and puffing. The first time I got off my bike and tried to run, it did not feel right. So lots of preparation, lots of training. If we're going to put that over into the financial world, lots of preparation, same as it. Instead of training, lots of planning. And, you know, of course, I had a a triathlon coach 
Um, and that person helped me tremendously to make a lot of gains. You know, my running technique was bad. My, my swimming technique was horrific. Once I got those to be aero, aerodynamic, same with my bike, it made it so much easier. So if you're out there today trying to do it all yourself, you know, if you're a full-time lawyer, full-time doctor, uh, full-time accountant, uh, if you're an architect, whatever career that you're in, to do that full-time and if you're raising a family or have a spouse and you have a social life, it's very difficult to become a professional at financial planning. So this is why we advocate getting a coach, you know? And now, you know, I would choose a certified financial planner I would choose someone who has a fiduciary responsibility, someone who has limited conflicts or no conflicts of interest at all, and can work with you. You know, if you don't have that, you need that, give us a call toll-free at 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. We would love to work with you. All right, and we're out of time for today's show, John. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? No, everybody have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. Call 888-949-7475 or visit their website at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. John Balserzak and A4 Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.